Um, and you wanted to start with. Uh, you want to start with Doom because of all the movies on this list, that's you said that's the one that's closest to that's the one you care about the most. It's not that I care about it the most; it's the one that, like I, you could say that I like the most, but it's not that I like it the most. Okay. I just know the most about that fucking movie. Okay, and it, you know, I, I do hold it in fond regard. <laughs> regard. Yeah, yeah, I read it in a in a Hallmark thing that I'm buying for Christmas. Um, um, okay, okay. So you have a nostalgic type of love for it. You, that's a much better way to say it when, than in fond regard. So when did Doom come out? I want to say film, it came out, in, not the video game. Right, right. I want to say the movie star, and we're talking about uh, Doom with Dwayne Dwayne Del Rock Johnson. I think he was still going by. He that. was just the Rock. He was just the Rock. He was the Rock at the time. Okay, it uh, was before he tried to do Dwayne Johnson, and it was way before he gave up on Dwayne Johnson and went back to being the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the one starring the Rock, not Doom Annihilation. That's not the one we're talking about here. Well, I mean, we'll I'll, I'll bring it up because I just watched most of it. Right, right, right. To, um, today, but yeah, we're talking. So we're talking about Doom. Well, let's 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 figure out that let's figure out that year. I'll I'll, I'll search it real quick. <coughs> yeah, two thousand five. See, I don't even know how I knew that. You didn't know it. You never said it. I said it. it. I think it was like two thousand five. If I didn't say it, I meant to say it. Yeah, Sorry about that. I don't that. think you said it. Okay. I think you're just taking. I think you're just taking credit. <laughs> I actually edited IMDb right before you did that. <laughs> like it's Wikipedia. I had it right here. I you can just, just like change this. the years that movie came out. Like oh, shit. I am, uh, it's 2005. IMDb is not Wikipedia. You can't yeah. just change things. No, but it feeds off of it. Anyway, though, yeah. Um, back in 2005. 2005. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. This is the Let's Get Trashed Harsh Truth Corner. All right. You were too old, Clarence, for you to have nostalgic love for this movie. What do you mean I'm too old? Oh, when when it came out in 2005? 2005 you were 16, 15. Yeah, yeah, something like that. A but shit a shitty movie comes out when you're 15, you don't get to love it the rest of your life. I that's love almost, That's almost 25 years ago, brother. That doesn't matter. Well, 20 it, years ago. It, 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 it's about the starting point. Look, this is the harsh truth corner, okay? Oh. You got to listen to this. The uh, I love an equally bad film, Mortal Kombat. That came out in 1996? When did Mortal Kombat? I want to say seven. <laughs> and I said it this I said it this time. I said 97. Mortal Kombat, 95. Okay, so, so we're, I, you yeah, were closer. I then. was closer. Mortal Kombat came out in 95. I right. love it dearly to this day, but I saw it when I was six. And it's that you can have nostalgic love for something that it's bad, but when it was when I was six, I loved it. You were fifteen but when I, Doom came out. I didn't read at a six year old level until I was eighteen. <laughs> so that's where the distinct. Uh, it's all about I your. I there was a thing. It's all about your reading level. <laughs> how many how, how many accelerated reading points did you get from seeing Doom as a high schooler? Oh, clearly zero. <laughs> Clearly zero. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was in it. Clearly zero. Yeah. So we have The Rock. We have Carl Urban, right? Uh, and Rosamund Pike, uh, right? As our as our three stars of Doom. But 
Did you ever play the video game Doom? Yeah, I'd play it in the sense that like I would play it and then I'd die and another friend would take over. You know how you well, used yeah, to have it to was do? A, it was a one-player game. Exactly. And so, yeah, I would play it like that. I never played it this straight is on, start to finish. This uh, is on computer? No, this was on um, Raspberry Pi. This is not too long ago. Oh, you played it recently? Yes. Okay. And it still holds up. Oh, the game is great. You play, This is the original you played? This is the original. Okay. Yeah, because you can run it on anything. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. whole com- There's a whole subreddit about it. Maybe multiple. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you can even play it in... You can play a version of it, I think, in like Doom Eternal or Doom 2016. That's tight. The modern versions of it. Yeah, uh, the modern versions of it. You can, you know, you, you, you walk into a secret hallway, there's an arcade game, and then you go up to that, and then you're playing the original Doom. That's so cool, man. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm pretty sure they did that in, in Doom 2016. I know they did it for a fact in Wolfenstein. If you play, That's cool as fuck. If you're playing one of the new Wolfenstein reboots, uh, part of that, at your, in your, once you're in your home base, after level three or whatever, you mm-hmm. finally, you get your home base established. One of the you could climb up to the attic, and there's an arcade game there, and it's the original Wolfenstein. That's sweet. so you can play the original game from back in the day inside the actual inside your thing, inside the inside the new updated beautiful game, and I, and both of those com- both of those games were made by the same company, so I'm pretty sure they did it on Doom as well. That's sweet. Um, Doom for our audience that doesn't know is a legendary. Uh, First person first shooter. Person shooter. Uh, not the first one. Quake is the first one, right? I wouldn't know actually. It's but it, it's among the first. It, it it was it was the genre defining first person view video game where all you see on the screen is a hand with a gun, and you walk around, turning, walking through hallways, turning and shooting whatever enemy comes pops up in front of you. It was so influential that for a decade, if not more, any first-person shoot, any first-person shooter that came out was called a Doom clone. Yep they they didn't even they didn't use That's... the they didn't use the term first-person shooter until years later, many years later. Uh, it was just called a Doom clone. The same way we call every tissue Kleenex. Or every soda, every brown soda, a Coke. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what Doom was to this industry, folks. Um, so the, I emphasize that to, to just uh, el- elucidate how like significant and influential this video game franchise was. Is, still to this day. And then in 2005, so here's the, so you played the original, you played the original Doom, you've played it more than I have. What was the story? I really couldn't tell you. This was at a video game night, so don't take me as an authority on Doom. But what I know is that there was a travel to, travel through a portal that took you to hell. Yes. Okay. Good. And you are battling demons. You are the hell slayer. Yeah. Doom slayer. Yeah. The doom slayer. Pardon me. Guys, don't at me. Uh, you're the Doom Slayer. You're traveling through hell through a portal that you went to. 
and you're just you're killing demons. That's all we were trying to do in my playthrough. That's so exactly. So the game has stayed the same since the beginning, basically story wise. You are uh, somehow you're you're a portal into hell, and you're fighting demons. And there's a bunch of different types of demons. There's fat demons. There's skinny demons. Some of them run fast. Some of them are slow. Whatever. But you've got different things to to do. But it's a very simple thing. Simple concept. You get you get sent to hell and you're shooting demons. Or demons come through this portal that somebody opens. Now they're walking around your army base. They're walking around wherever you are. And you got to kill demons. It's you versus demons. I don't understand for the life of me how they fucked it up so bad when they made a movie because here's here's the here's the thing and we're going to talk about this multiple times because we have another the rock movie called rampage which is based on a very on another very simplistic video game the rampage um straightforward and uh a couple other you know talking mortal Kombat for definitely and then um even resident evil which is the most complex of the video games, for sure. Absolutely. Um, but here's the thing. You have a very simple premise of a video game. And if I'm, I'm looking at, if I'm a filmmaker, if I'm a writer, if I'm a director, if I'm adapting this to film, I'm thinking I hit the jackpot because I have a very simple premise. All I have to do is get this simple premise on screen add a few interesting characters add enough excitement to keep the thing going mm-hmm. and make it happen um you have enough freedom to you you know you're not be you shouldn't be given enough rope to hang yourself with when you're trying to make this kind of a- adaptation but it's what happens every time because they won't they won't embrace the weirdness of the video game. Every every Doom movie, maybe not everyone because I'm at Doom Annihilation and I guess uh they're kind of doing it correctly, but the first one they're they're like, "Oh, we don't want it to be demons. We're going to turn them into zombies." Martian zombies. Martian zombies. So, they're the scientists are doing experiments on Mars, but they're not opening up a portal to hell and letting demons come in. I don't know why they're not. Instead, they're doing science experiments, okay? And there is a portal that's like takes the place of this takes the shape of this floating ball of liquid yeah. that takes you to Mars. Right. You hop into a giant lava lamp and you, you can exactly. go to you go to Mars. <laughs> There's and a you, th- there, you throw up when you get there. Yeah, there's a lava lamp portal, and that's how people go back and forth from the Mars science base back to Earth, Earth, Arizona. Yeah, wherever the, wherever the hell this uh, thing is. Always America. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, Confucius say, "What the fuck is this enormous lava lamp portal doing in the middle of China?" That's not. <laughs> he's not going to say that. All right. The portal's in America. It's in New Zealand, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Um. But instead, instead of just being like, "Hey, they're experimenting with hell," and then the demons get loose, they just simple premise. 
could yeah, have worked. Uh, and and it it's a movie. They could easily just do it. I don't right. know what the problem is. But instead, they're like, no, they're doing scientists. They find alien skeletons on Mars. They're taking the. They're taking the 24th chromosome. They recover a 24th chromosome. <laughs> and then they start injecting it into people, and then it goes wrong. But then it's just another zombie movie. And here's what I don't... Here's the train of thought that I don't understand is... Why is... They they do that kind of stuff because they want to they wanna add some sort of like verisimilitude. They want to add realism to this kind of stuff. But in what universe is a zombie movie on Mars more realistic than a demon portal movie on Mars? In Elon Musk's universe. <laughs> you know, that's, no. a, that's actually a good point because Elon Musk is trying to brain chip all of us and we'll probably become fucking zombies, zombies on Mars. Of that. And then, yeah, he's going to send us to Mars. Um, a big tin can. That's what that rocket ship looks like. Yeah, that's a good point. But, but, but uh, that's the, the thing. Same, is, all the same. I get what you're saying. The, the the zombie thing isn't more believable. So why not just go for it? Why not just do the demon shit? Exactly. It's not like anybody's going to be like, I didn't come to the movies to suspend disbelief. I'm leaving. Yeah. No. And verisimilitude, by the way, great use of that word. Five dollars. I'm a smart guy. Nice. It's, you know, and, and so now they're wandering around and they're fighting the scientists and then the scientists turn into these weird, like, Again, zombie monsters and stuff like that, but it just doesn't. Uh, and it, it's so. And it instead of having a main character, that's another problem. There you go. Every Doom game, you're the main character. You're the Doom Slayer. Somehow you get entangled in this thing. You got to go kill all the demons. The newest Doom video games, which are excellent. Uh, Doom 2016, and then in 2019 came Doom Eternal. Fabulous video games, and I don't say, I say that word with a staunch record of heterosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> they're incredible video games, and they're great. In Doom 2016, that's they reboot the series. It's the it's the first of the new. We're resetting Doom. The new idea, yeah, yeah. Um, they they're drilling for energy. Hell hell is where we get all of our energy, folks. We're no longer using fossil fuels. We're no longer using solar power. We found a way to fuck wind turbines. We, yeah, we found a way to drill into hell. Hell's always on fire. I don't know if you know this. We found a way to drill into hell and we are extracting that energy. But while we were down there, a bunch of we let a bunch of demons out. That was a mistake. And then also we found a dude who was like on ice. We found a dude who was in a casket. That's cool. I we think we should probably let that casket open. We opened the casket. Thank God they opened the casket because it's it's you. It's it's the player. It's you're the doom slayer. They imprison. You know, you were a you were an ex, you're also an extraterrestrial being fighting hell demons. They captured you and they they locked you away. But the same corporation that let the demons out, they let you out. And so they're like. Oh, can you help us? And then you just go kill a bunch of demons. It's such a better story, and it gives you one main character to to latch to onto. latch onto. Yeah, exactly. Because we've got The Rock, we've got Carl Urban, we've got Carl Urban's sister Rosamund Pike. Right. We've got the Portman, Goat, Tank, 
who was the super preacher uh, was preacher was he the super religious one yeah i think preacher something like that his name was either preacher or something something very religious and on the nose he's the one that cuts himself whenever he i took his name in vain whenever yeah he says god damn it then he takes a knife and cuts his own arm for uh, he cuts a cross into his arm yeah like self-flagellation it's insane and and there's so many characters and and nobody's Carl Urban doesn't even emerge as our main character till way too late in the film. Like 11 minutes until the end of the film. It, he turns into, like, he he gets this, sorry for the spoilers on this one, guys. Oh, this is movies from, tw- this movie's from 2005. There's, there's no spoilers on any of what we're talking about today. Uh, he turns into the Doomslayer after getting the 24th chromosome. It's right. His sister gives it to him. Yeah. His sister, the scientist. She gives it to him to keep him alive because he's about to die. Yeah. So he turns into the Doomslayer and he t- you take this moment where he looks at a mirror and all of his wounds are healed and then it turns into a first person view and baby, you got doom. There it is. That's yeah, right there. That's the other thing is there's a eight minute sequence. It's very long. It's too long. Especially for people who get motion sickness, I'll tell you. Yeah. Because this... Because this video game was such an iconic first-person adventure, first-person shooter game, they're like, we have to incorporate that. We have to incorporate that in the movie somehow. Come on, guys. It's Doom. There's an eight-minute sequence that's a first-person. You're watching a movie from the first-person point of view where you are walking around shooting zombie scientists because it's all all zombies in lab coats. And that one guy who was on the wheelchair. Pinky. Pinky. He becomes the Pinky. Which is which was a, a, a type of a type of demon. demon. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just a zombie in a wheelchair. Um, that was so cheesy. Yeah, it's it's cheesy, and they just I do love that movie though. I'll tell you, they take this idea that was kind of wild and out there, and I don't. They almost it's it's they water it down. You know what? It one thing, and this is gonna sound like, well, I guess just follow me on it. It's like if you go into a zoo and you see oh cool that's an elephant you know oh cool that's a that's a bunch of flamingos oh cool that's this or that that's one way to experience it but the better way to experience it is if you ever had the chance being out in the wild and you're like holy shit that's an elephant doing like actual elephant things this is it in its actual own environment Mm. which is it like you can experience doom and if they made a doom video game like off of what you're talking about that would be tight. Well, that is a video game. I mean, I, oh, I, sorry, I was, a, a Doom movie. I, I meant to say movie. Well, they kind so the Doom Annihilation, which came out twenty nineteen. That's a segue, folks. So this is a newer ver. This is a, a remake, a reboot. It's not even a sequel. It's just a, a another attempt at making Doom. But this one went straight to video. Um, I'm like three quarters of the way through it. It's inexplicably even lower budget. Um, I mean, there's nobody famous in this one, so there's that. There's not a single famous actor, but it's lower budget. It, it's better lit. That's another huge criticism of 2005 Doom. It's dark as fuck. You can't see a thing, even in like the relax. We're in a the lobby having a good time. Routine investigation. Just got here. Just got here. We're just gonna check it out, make sure everything's okay, and go back home. Even in that, that's supposed to be brightly lit, it's it's so hard. It's too dark. It's poor. You know, it 
And then once once they're walking through the hallways, the dark hallways, trying to find things, it's just the most of the movie is darkness. So it's really bad. That's why people hated it. That's a, that's a big reason of why. <clears throat> this movie's much better lit. You can see everything. None of the acting is good. It's all bad. <laughs> I, w- I can't imagine. I was blown away at watching this thing being like, there's no way it can be as bad as The Rock and Carl Urban in Doom, and it's it's as bad. It's worse. It's so much worse. Um, and because they're nobodies, and they do, they all have different weird accents. But but the thing I appreciated about it is they are they're once again they're on Mars. They're on the the moon of Mars, Phoebe or Phobos or whatever. Phobos, yeah, yeah. They're on Phobos, the 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 inner moon of of Mars's two moons. And uh, as as the as the new Marine squad shows up for their three year, you know, tour, their rotation, th- yeah, sort of, yeah, they're rotating in. Um, right as an experiment goes bad with these portals, that they're they're testing portals, trying to figure out how to travel the universe with these portals that we discovered. Okay, with All this right. with this old ass you know hieroglyphic Sumerian language shit on it. What of course they find out is that it's not really a portal. There's one in Nevada, and there's one on there it is. there's one on Phobos. Yep, always the, the American America first, the American I, West and Moon of a of our, <laughs> inner of Mars. moon of Mars, yeah. Moon of Mars. Yeah, um, it's always in America. So they're like, yeah, we found these doors, but it turns out they're not necessarily just portals. They're also doorways to hell. So this one is a demon one. Okay, all right. They got that right. Kind of, except for the fact that the demons come out and they start immediately start possessing the scientists. People. Yeah. Yeah, They start possessing people. So you just got right back into Yeah, you're back at zombie. Yeah. Uh it it, if if it's a uh, it's still a person in a lab coat, now their face is a little blue, but they're walking around trying to eat your throat. They're trying to eat your brains now. Why go the extra step. Why not just have it to where even if it, you just want it to be like a zombie-like entity, you just let it be like the zombies or the demons are the ones who are trying to eat the throats or something. Like, why make them possess them? Is there a story reason you've heard uh, or you've no, seen so far? No, it's not a story reason. I will tell you. I'll tell you exactly why they do it. Budget. Yep. Yeah. Because if, <laughs> if you, you either have to create a really good demon costume, which they don't want to do, or you have to do CGI, which they can't afford to do. Except for there's a couple CGI bad guys that are like, those are the those are the heavies. Those are the big bad guys. Good CGI? No, it's terrible. Okay. Um, so they're, they're, they're using, they're saving their CGI budget for the two or three uh, demon characters they have to. All the other ones, all the other demons, they're just going to possess... Uh, lab coat scientists and then we can just paint their face blue and shave their heads and now they're the demons um that's booty son it sucks it sucks and it's also and then you know but and then they try to have that moment of like we can't shoot them they're humans they're not human anymore you know which which happened in doom 20 2005 it happened happened in Doom Annihilation 2019. I do want to make mention of one thing, uh, just stepping real quick back into the room that is Doom 2005. One of the worst lines in that movie 
is where Carl Urban says to his sister after they're like figuring everything out. He says, don't you see this place is hell. It always was trying to tie it back in in like a clear rewrite of the script. Like, I think they'll get mad at us as fans if we don't say it's hell. Yeah, you're right. That's I'm glad you brought that up. Exactly. That's just a little that's a little they think that that's a little treat for the true fans that (laughs) that know it's supposed to be about hell. And that's why it's so bad, because it just kind of twists the knife. It's like, hey, we're reminding you that there was a potentially better movie here. Yeah, or at least something that stuck closer to the script. Exactly. And again, it wouldn't. It only bothers me because one is not more believable than the other. Yeah, a, a portal to hell. You send that same team to a portal to through a portal to hell, and then they get killed off, and then one emerges like that. You could even do that movie right yeah. off the sister and the scientist plot entirely. Yeah, that's it. Or they could yeah. still be experimenting with. Hey, with hell, I think we found a way into hell, and then a bunch of stuff. We the demons there have portal to hell. <laughs> bum, bum, portal they have to, to play hell. that every single time they go through. <laughs> yeah, every time you go through, they have to play portal to hell. All right, guys, you got ACDC. your shots. There's just one more thing, and then they all roll their eyes and they're like, "Just hit play." Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, getting back to Annihilation for a minute there, like you were saying, uh-huh. easier to kill, easier to make demon-possessed people than an actual good demon costume. Right. And the budget had to go to CGI for the big bosses. Here's some of the, and I, I took just a few, here's some of the, I mean, here's the-, the Highlights? No. Well, the first little detail we get are- so our main character, also 2019, our main character is a woman, a strong woman. What the? Guess what? You'll you'll never guess in a million. So it's it's a strong, it's a marine woman who eventual destiny is to fight the demons from hell. And guess what her name is? You'll never guess. It's smarter than you think, but it's way worse than you think. Teresa Saint Strong. Wow, that's good guess. That's not what it is, okay. but you're 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 really close. Okay, all right. Her name is Joan Dark. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Okay, I get the I get the Joan part. The dark part. Da Ark. Okay. Joan, all right. Joan Da Ark. I hate it. I hate it. Joan. <laughs> Joan Da Ark. She's the woman that's gonna save us. Oh man. Saint, Saint Joan Da Ark. Is, nope. is the woman that's going to save us nope. from anti-Catholic demons. I don't... That's. It, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's awful. Lighting change. Yeah. Um, Joan Dark. So her name is Joan Dark. That would be like a naming a character who works with killer whales, Willard Kales. <laughs> <laughs> that would be exactly that like. It wouldn't be like that. It would. But it would. No. You'd just be able to see it. I mean, not in a religious sense, of course. St. No, it's a, it, no, it's it's not changed. It's just that it's a play on Joan of Arc. I, kn- I but know. It's just but no, it's, ju- it's just as eye-rolling is yeah, what I'm well, saying. Well, that's true. It is as eye-rolling. It's like, oh, God, you guys couldn't have given her anything else. Here's the other thing. So she's the lieutenant. Everybody hates her. All of her, all of her Marines hate her because she... I don't know. They give you some vague backstory. She fucked up, and now that they all got sent to Mars for a three-year tour of duty, which they, none of them mm. want to do, 
they're, they're all mad at her, uh, except for her captain. And but the captain, he I mean, he's not happy about it either. He's the guy in charge. He as soon as they land, he gets on his iPad to uh, record a video message for his wife and daughter back home on Earth. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, you were right. As soon as this came, as soon as this uh, assignment came through, I should have retired. And he's like, so that, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, as soon as we, as soon as I get everybody established, we get we get into the base, get our you know, get our our uh, duty roster set and everything. He's like, I'm retiring. I'm going to come back home. I'll be back home in six months because uh, I, I you know I made a mistake. I should have retired before this. This is my last. He looks right into the camera. He looks right into the camera. This is, I'm I'm retiring. In parentheses, I'm getting too old for this shit. In parentheses, oh no! And he looks right into the camera. He even more looks into the camera. Eye contact with me, the audience, and he's like, "I'm coming home." <laughs> and then you're watching this. You're like, "No, you're not." He's not. <laughs> I've seen I've seen cops about uh, you know six weeks from they're getting their twenty. <laughs> just as soon as soon as I get you know, I've seen a cops about to retire, die in every movie ever. Oh yeah. Oh, or just like uh, Battle for Los Angeles, which isn't a great movie. Um, right before this alien invasion, this Marine guy's like, "You sure you want? Don't want to enroll for another one?" And he's like, "Nah, I did my twenty. I'm out. I'm getting too old for this." Yep. And then aliens fucking attack, and they're like, "We need every man we can get." And then of course that guy has to die. Actually, that guy made it through, but he got a lot of people killed. Oh, that's the thing. Well, that doesn't. No, the point is. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like it's always the cliche. That, yeah, that cliche. The cliche is movies kill that guy. They give us instead of doing any actual uh, character development or giving us any pathos or anything to care about at all. They just some vague backstory. He's got a wife and a daughter. That's the one that happened in Battle for Los Angeles. He's got a, a wife and guy. he's got a wife and a daughter. He's about he's he's about to retire. He's almost out of this life. Getting too old for this shit. And that should that's enough. That's enough. They screenwriters believe that that is enough for us to give a shit when he is inevitably killed. And it doesn't matter what it by is by a demon in a lab coat. It could be like a a mafia movie or like a cop drama or an army sort of thing. It's like yeah. I'm getting too old for this. Yeah, it's one. La- the trope is called one last job. <laughs> it's quite literally, you know, the the trope has been defined as like one last job. And that happens on the moon with the captain. In, oh yeah, in Doom Annihilation. Right, yeah, right, right as they're landing, he's like, as soon as I get this, as soon as I get my squad all situated, I'm putting in my two weeks and I'm coming back home on the next. I'm on the next transport out of here, and I'm not dying. At all. Yeah, and of course, they land, and shit's already gone haywire, so they're like, now we have to kill a bunch of demons. Um, Yeah, that's Immediate. rough. Uh, I will say one thing I kind of liked about it, which is there is a nerdy... So, the people being transported to the moon is these, like, ten Marines for their tour of duty, and then also a scientist is... He's getting his dream job. The Marines are not happy to be there. They don't want to be on Mars. But the scientist, he got called up to the big leagues. He, this is the best day of his life. Um, and he, coincidentally, he happened to him and him and Joan Dark used to date back in the day, briefly. 
They what a coincidence. They yeah. What a coincidence. Of all the flights to Mars, <laughs> you and I are on this one. <laughs> um, sit next to us, or they briefly dated. But anyway, he's supposed to be the typical like nerdy scientist who probably I haven't finished it, but he'll probably end up saving the day with his smartness. Uh, even though everybody else is tough, and he's a but he's not a total dweeb. They could have they could have made him too dorky right uh but he's not a he's not a total loser he's you know he's like they're like stay out of the way he's like he's not intimidating he's like fine and he just knows stuff he speaks you know he's not like stuttering like oh actually uh, actually the the atmosphere on mars is a very you know he's just like no he so he's a pretty cool dude he's not a marine Right, but he's he's competent. Yeah, he's a regular dude, and he's just like he's like, yeah, sure, man, whatever you want. He's like, I know how to fix this, uh, kind of stuff. So, so that's a I like that guy so far. Okay, but nevertheless, it's uh, you know, it's rough. And Doom two thousand five was equally rough. Doom two thousand five has this really good line. It's not a good line, but it's just my favorite line in the movie. The character Portman, who's kind of shown to be this, like, he's the one who's, like, really kind of creepy, mm-hmm. you know, with the big teeth and and all of that. I don't remember. Uh, he He's the one who is wearing, oh, God, he gets killed in the bathroom, if you remember that in 2005. No no worries. He's played by mm-hmm. a character actor from English named Richard Brake. Okay. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. And long story short... There's this one part where they all have cameras on their guns. He sets his down to take a shit. And Pinky asks him, hey, Portman, I uh, I don't see your camera. And he goes, I'm taking a shit, you fucking gimp. And <laughs> and then he gets killed immediately after that. Oh, okay. Just completely telegraphing that. That's one, yeah. of my, that's one of the things that sticks in my mind about that movie that, one, you couldn't make that movie today and just say that. And two, why? Because he calls Pinky a gimp. Yeah, but like, why? Two, why? Why did you think that? Why did that line make the final cut of the movie? Of everything that they shot, they were like, "Now nah, we need to make Portman say, I'm taking a shit, you fucking gimp.'" Yeah, and then he gets killed while on the toilet. I guess that might be it. That he, you know, he gets his comeuppance for saying well, one. It explains like it explains like why would he turn his camera off? Well, he just laid his gun down. That was the whole thing. Oh, by that thought you said Pinky. I thought yeah. Well, they have cameras on their guns right. in that movie, and he laid his down. But he didn't. So, he didn't turn it off. No, he didn't. He just oh, saw okay. the floor, and Pinky's like, "I didn't see a floor on your gun cam." Oh, okay, yeah. And that's uh, what reminded me of it because well, that makes sense. The, the character you were talking about in Annihilation, like they, the Pinky character yeah. in there is just like shown to be kind of a little bitchy, yeah. you know, and stuff. And they didn't do that, it doesn't sound like, no, with the, this character. This dude's not bitchy. It sounds like it might be analogous, sort of. Yeah, it's definitely the same kind of archetype, but they didn't, exactly. make, it, they didn't make him too bitchy, which I appreciate. I, I like that about uh, whatever this unmemorable dude's name is. Uh, I at least like the fact that he's just... That guy or he's, he's just a competent dude. Yeah, that guy or That's exactly who he is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know what? That's funny. I wonder how many, like cops in america are turning off their body cams being like i'm just taking a shit and they're just beating dude. up they're just hitting a black dude with a nightstick at a at a traffic stop oh you think they use nightsticks for black people how cute nightstick's just a funnier word than gun but yeah you're right 
<laughs> I'm going to tell you a quick joke. What's the difference between a cop and a bullet? <laughs> what? When it comes to a bullet, you'll know when it's been fired. <laughs> nice one. All right. Uh, anything else on Doom? Uh, no. Anything else on Annihilation? No. Uh, like I said, I haven't finished it. It's way low budget. It looks it look you know looks cheap. The set looks cheap. There's like just plants. They have one scene. They, they have filmed one, it at a garden ridge. Or no, like well, they a have Home they Depot have garden. one set that's like the under. It's the underground base. It's the underground base, which I guess means we're going into Resident Evil after this. There you go. That's a good transition. We'll, we'll, we'll connect them with underground bases. Uh-huh. Um, but this part of the underground base has, um, <clears throat> you know, this is where they keep all their plants. And you can tell it's just one big room. And they've filmed like 20 scenes in this room, but just different parts of it. <laughs> that That's, you know, man, you got $20,000 to make a movie. You do what you can. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask one more question about Annihilation. Mm. How do you hope it will end? Uh, are there any things that you think like, oh, main character does this, that, or whatever? Do you have any uh, thoughts about what you think is going to happen, having not seen the last quarter of the movie? I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. So Okay, perfect. Everyone's, everyone's going to die. So the people we have, we have five Marines left. Uh, the other five died. And then there's only like four sci- – there's three scientists and a chaplain, the religious guy. Um, he's he's the, the base – has a chaplain, uh, the, the Mars base. One of them is the head scientist whose fault this all is. Um, and every time – every time Joan of Arc gives him an instruction – Yeah, every time Joan Dark is like, is like, all right, we're leaving – and he's like, we can't leave. Or no, he, she, first thing, she's like, tell me what happened. He's like, I can't tell you what we're working on. It's classified. And she's like, everybody's dead. You're going to fucking tell me right now. He's like, fine, I'll tell you. And then, so we get all the backstory. Five minutes or a few minutes later, she's like, okay, we're leaving. Everybody back to the ship. We're evacuating. And he's like, we can't evacuate. We've worked too long on all this. If we have to restart the power source. And she's like, all my men are dead. All your scientists are dead. We're leaving right now. It's not up to you. This is a military operation. And so this guy is getting this guy is getting punked at every turn by a girl. Can't let that happen, can yeah. you? Yeah. So he's going to betray uh the head scientist, not the not her ex-boyfriend, but the actual the 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 Mars scientist, the one who discovered all this. He's going to betray all of them in order to preserve his life's work. It's going to cause a bunch of people to die, and then he's also, he thinks he's going to make a deal with whatever demon that he can get in contact with, he thinks he's going to make a deal with him, and then the demon's going to backfire on him. A thousand percent, I know that's going to happen. Okay. The only two people that are going to survive, only three people that are going to survive, is maybe the chaplain, definitely. I'd say maybe on the chaplain. Too. Maybe on the chaplain. He got scratched. He might be turning into a zombie pretty soon i'm not sure but he's religious enough to keep the demons at bay i think that's going to be his role now that they're all part of it um and she wears a cross necklace because her mom gave it to her as a little girl that's definitely important yeah oh it's 100 percent. yeah but anyway she is she's gonna live and her ex-boyfriend the scientists are gonna live 
and they're going to escape together and maybe rekindle their their fling from six years ago, whenever it was. Big twist at the end or anything like that? You don't feel that coming? Not a twist, but it's definitely going to be... They're definitely going to set up for a sequel that'll never get made with a... Uh, they think everything's done. They, they maybe even self-destruct the base. We self-destruct the base. That explosion will give us enough lift to help our spaceship escape the atmosphere. They're doing that. And then they think everybody in the base died. And then uh, uh, the portal with all the Sumerian hieroglyphics on it, it's going to glow. And, okay. And somebody's going to... I want I want to know yeah. how this goes when you finish it. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I kind of want to watch the movie now just to see how it ends up. You honestly. should. You would like it. Uh, you already like shitty movies. Yeah. You, you would like it because you're, you're an idiot with bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> he made me wear this shirt because he said it's the idiot shirt. Uh what are those birds of paradise? They are birds of paradise. Okay. I, I felt like since it's a hot ass Christmas, it's eighty degrees down here. It is too hot, man. Yeah, yeah. we had great cold weather for a few weeks. This is the let's get trashed weather corner. All yeah, right? <laughs> as you can see here, every it's every, fucking... every hour on the eights, we're doing, we're is doing. That... It's five thirty eight. We almost missed it. We're doing almost weather on the yeah, eights. This guys. is our weather corner. I've got a I've got a event to go to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, going to be outside? I think so. It's it's a vow. It's a vow renewal of some friends of mine. They're like okay. renewing their wedding vows, which is fun. I have I got an invitation in the mail. It did not say what to wear. I don't know how formal this is going to be. And if I have to wear a jacket, I will kill myself. Here's what I would do: I would wear slacks, a jacket, uh, comfortable dress shoes, and a shirt, but no tie. Definitely no tie. I'll and kill. Yeah, I won't go if I if if it said wear a tie, I would just yeah. delete them from my phone. <laughs> that doesn't mean not bring a tie though. At least be prepared. No, I'll leave <laughs> if they say you're, if I if, I think it's at I think it's at a house. I don't think okay. it's like I don't think it's that formal of a ceremony. It didn't say like black tie or uh, form. It didn't say it didn't give me a dress code. Well, so I just have to guess. I don't know what a vow renewal is like it sounds worth. like it would be pretty casual i think if you I just, hope so yeah just don't show up in like a deaf leopard t-shirt with the sleeves cut off, cut off and some denim jorts and i think you're gonna be okay damn it that sounds so good though <laughs> y'all already got them vows replaced <laughs> we're uh, from the south i can say it yeah so either way but if, if it if i pull up and i'm the only guy not wearing a jacket i'm just gonna leave you're not even gonna bring a jacket or a tie just in case <sighs> it's too hot well, it's too hot to wear a jacket. All right, all right, all right. I get you. I'll be sweating and gross and uncomfortable, and it's all you know. I'll, I'll so I'll just like no, you know, nobody wants me here. I'm usually all three of those things. Yeah, sweaty and gross and uncomfortable. Me too. And I just rather I I could be that at home. <laughs> Underground base. Underground base. Where we're doing secret experiments. Right. Um, creating zombies. The only thing that I can think of when you say that is my address. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, you can find me at Let's Get Trashed Pod on Instagram, or you can find me Get Trashed Pod on Twitter. Uh, just follow those two things, please, on any of these episodes. I guess I should have. I might I might include some stuff. You know, I might cut this section and copy and paste it into the into the end of every episode. That's going to be great because everybody will have to look through the entire episode 
to know why the fuck it's the same between all three. I yeah. like that idea. That's tight. All right. So I'm doing that. You're seeing this at the end of the first hour. Guess what? You're seeing it at the end of the second, third, and fourth. Um, so follow at Let's Get Trash Pod on Instagram, at Get Trash Pod on Twitter. Uh, like and subscribe. Please leave a comment. Let me know. Here's the comments I want to hear from you. That you love me and that I'm handsome and that uh, and that I'm doing a good job. And then also, I want to hear comments of what video game movies did we forget? What ideas do you have? We didn't even talk about like my ideas for The Legend of Zelda. What they should do if they oh, ever yeah. make a Zelda movie. What they should do if I if they ever do a something. If they what they should do if they ever do a something. Any other because there are various other upcoming video game adaptation movies coming up as well we didn't get a chance to touch on that yeah we, the only one we talked about was mario yeah yeah it's whatever me. let us know what you think mario. let us it's wahoo <laughs> <laughs> let us know what you think folks um let me know what your favorite video game movie is or favorite video game um i'm never going to talk about my favorite video game tv series which is uh, the Witcher. Well, I hate that TV series, but I love the video game. In the books, are the best thing in the world. Whatever. I now I'm this digressing. Guy. Thanks, everybody. Let's get trashed. I appreciate it. Bye bye. Bye, y'all.